listening to the Melanated Movement Podcast with Tess and Anne. We invite you to take a deep breath, open your mind, and prepare to go on this wild ride. Episode loading in five, four, three, two. intro. I do too. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Melanie Movement Podcast. This is Anne and I am with my lovely co-host Tess. Tess, how are you? Hello, Anne. Hi. I'm well, thank you. How are you? Girl, I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm living in the United States and shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's, no, I'm, I'm with you. I hear you. Yeah. It's been, it's been, it's been rough out here. It's been a wild, girl. Welcome to a wild, wild oh west. Oh my God, a what wild, is wild happening? <sighs> deep negro side. <laughs> I like that deep negro side. I'm gonna use that. Um, anyway, girl. So we have great things um, that we're working on and that we've started, and we want to share. We want to tell you guys. We want to include you. So um, we currently have a new logo, and I hope you guys are noticing that because you're going onto our page and noticing the new logos there, right, on Instagram and. Spotify and all these different amazing <laughs> streaming platforms that our podcast is available on. So you're no longer seeing our beautiful faces. You're seeing our new logo. Mm-hmm. It's so pretty. It's, it's perfect. Oh, you did such an amazing job. We, like we we did, we, did. we, we creatively got together. But you were the spearheader <laughs> in that. I want to give you credit. Oh my God. Um, no, it looks it looks. I I really like it. I, like I, it I really hope you know our audience likes it as well because we really put um a lot of our we were very intentional we put Mm -hmm. all of our thoughts and our love into it we wanted it to be inclusive and accessible and we want it to be diverse mm-hmm. we know with all of those you know the you know paint splats mm-hmm. and all of that and I so love that part. yeah i do too mm-hmm. I, we we both are very like simple minimalistic people yeah, in some we- in some areas and we were like we had one um yeah, the sample one, yeah, yeah the original were like uh it's oh, too, like, <laughs> too much and then you're like and then you sent me another one was like super plain yeah, remember we're like, yeah. and, then, and and then you were like is it weird that i really like the plain one? i was like oh my goodness i was <laughs> and i texted you at the same time i kind of really am digging the plain one yeah. and then and then we went from that we used that as our base and then we built from there yeah. so i really like it i, I like it too yay <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that's like your signature we're going to get shirts that say yay on it because <laughs> I feel like when we have people like when we get guests in our space mm-hmm. I mean we do the yays I yeah like, I mean I like because we hype each other up but like whenever we're like with like guests and stuff you're mm-hmm. like yay and I'm like oh, I love that I have to get more shots of that that's so great I love it this I is my it's excitement good. it's like I it's like my it. signature saying when Shirt's I'm excited soon. about something yeah we yes yeah. we really um we really want to build our um our Patreon account and yeah. start really putting out some exclusive content for supporters and all of that oh you want to hear something cool that's happened that's happened today so i'm at the store um shopping for groceries you know because it's sunday and getting ready for the week the normal adulting adulting stuff and i get a call from our one of our family members and it was our our cousin in school right now okay and so she calls and i picked up and i was because we don't talk very often and so she called and immediately went, can I just start by saying how proud I am I'm of so you proud. guys? And I go, what, what is she? T-? Like, I, I wasn't, you know, catching on. And she's like, oh, my God. She's like, I know I'm late. I'm really sorry. But I started listening to your podcast and I felt so seen. I was like, oh, my. she had me like teary eyed there because she said I I felt finally entitled to my rage mm. and my anger so you know shout out to our first episode if you want if black you haven't rage. listened to it yet mm. um black rage you know sh- check it out episode one um and she <laughs> but she talked about you know how she really felt like oh like it is normal for me to feel these types of um feelings about my you know my oppression and it is okay and so she wanted for me to share that and i you know wanted to share that with our audience because i think it's so cool that we still hear feedback from earlier episodes and you know 
I like that. I like that people peeps. take the time to like tell you things. I feel yeah. like so in our last episode, the teacher's perspe- perspective on gun violence, um, our amazing guest Rose shared so many of like the feedback. You know, like people were sending her texts, calling her, and I had to share that on our Instagram page. So if you haven't seen the feedback, definitely go look at it. It's amazing. I appreciate everyone that's said something to her and definitely included her and all that. I love the love that we get. And mm-hmm. our family, I feel like it's so used to telling us in, in our face. So like I'll go to brunch and it was like, oh my God, that's so great. I'm like, fuck, I have to write this down. <laughs> um, so it's great that people are like getting on it and listening and letting us know. So right now we have nine episodes on um, our Melanated Movement podcast on all of our streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple, Google, Deezer, Podcast Addict, um, TuneIn plus Alexa, Listen, is it Listen FM? Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's, we actually have two new ones that are through Podbean. I have to see what they are. However, that also just means we have uh, episodes available for anyone that wants to listen to it anywhere, and it's free. Melody Movement Podcast with Tess and Ian. Check us out if you haven't already. Those episodes are available from the very first season to the, our most recent one until we drop our uh, current episode that we're talking on now. So <laughs> uh, we encourage everyone to send us like send us a DM. Like we have some DMs that some people send us. Send us a DM. Um, I would say comment if there's a place to comment. I know there's. Um, ratings on different things on spotify you can rate on google you can rate on apple you can rate let us know what you think and regardless if it's good or bad we just want to have some of the feedback so we can see where we are and how to move forward yeah so, we want to grow exactly we want to grow we want to be better mm-hmm. you know we got some 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 really cool new equipment yeah we, we fine-tuned our recording platform yes. you know shout out to fred to to for really helping us out here right. we're so excited yes. oh my god for the quality to be consistent and you consistency know, yes we so. had a conversation about consistency and i feel like since the conversation has occurred i feel like it's been applied to all the things that we've been doing from our new logo from the way that we record from our equipment uh, organizing our thoughts organizing our processes also not getting overwhelmed with everything that's happening at once we're doing one thing at a time and allowing ourselves to or allowing ourselves that creative space Mm-hmm. to make it happen so yeah. all the things we want to do will be posted as they come along and we just encourage everybody to interact and let us know what you think yeah <laughs> yay always all of what and just said <laughs> Ditto. i appreciate that so since we're talking about life in america <laughs> and us having the deep what's it what do you say deep negro side mm-hmm. i like that i'm gonna put that down it's not mine um i it's it's all of it it's something that i picked up on instagram i believe and it's something that i absolutely saw and i loved it and i go it's it's just so accurate <laughs> it makes sense i feel like it's definitely accurate and yeah. the fact that it's still so accurate is mm. mind-blowing right Anywho. so one thing that we have been talking about is current topics uh we want to be completely current even though we have like a list of topics so tess and i are, are those maniacs that come up with the list of everything we want to talk about and the order we want to talk about how we want to challenge these things that are affecting the melanated folks and everything in between and everyone in between and um we can't skip the current events and our current event right now is the roe versus wade debacle with everything with that and feeling like wow all the work that we've done to be seen and then it just seems like we're being erased it's it's, uh, definitely it was very hard to take very hard to see Mm -hmm. Um, actually was very busy that day that the news dropped and my partner was like hey have you been on your phone today and I was like no should I be on my phone <laughs> wait what that Friday you're talking about yeah mm-hmm. so I was, I was busy and the thing is whenever I'm doing things I, I am that person that leaves my phone like mm-hmm. I am not attached to it um, I log off of things on the weekends like I, you won't be able to find me so <laughs> <laughs> I love that about myself it gives me peace of mind anyway she was like girl I better go put up that thing and, and but she was smart because she knows once I find something that like rips my heart out like the changing of the Roe versus Wade ruling or the the ruling the Supreme Court did, I became immediately enraged. I became immediately emotional. I became sad. I became angry. I became frustrated. I became 
oh man, I was all the emotions at once, and and then I left um, where I was. What I left where I was, and I went home mm-hmm. because I, I just had to figure it out. So, how have you been taking in all the changes? Because there's a lot of news that's still actively mm-hmm. coming up and popping up, and it's very much overwhelming. Like, how did you take yeah. it? Yeah, I mean, it's all percolating, and and I think when we were trying to figure out where to go with this episode one of the things we were struggling with was like how do we keep this light and conversational and exciting without neglecting the what's ha- like what's currently happening right. and I want to talk about so much. You know, we have so many topics, so mm-hmm. many great topics of discussion. And like you said earlier, like we plan it out. <laughs> we know what we're going to do. It's like, well, this is going to be plan A, B. We're going to have series Hell one, yeah. two, three. What we're going to look one, up, a. what we're going to read. Yeah, and, what yeah. research. We <laughs> yes. literally have a list of books that accompany yes. the topics that we're going to discuss so we can read and do the research. Right. Yeah, we do. And and. And then something happens mm-hmm. and it's just like we just get keep, we just keep getting slammed with these news. And it, it's like, um, so what do you call it? A compounded compounded trauma. Yeah. Right. Because before you catch your breath about one event, another one just like comes, comes. at you. Mm-hmm. And so I I haven't I don't know if I've quite processed it all yet. It's just this weird twilight zone type of feeling i remember that friday i was at work and i'm subscribed to the sun sentinel Mm -hmm. and with like my work um email and so i received the i received an email notification and then i pulled it up um and i and i immediately saw it It must have been like 10 o'clock in the morning or something Mm -hmm. like that and when i saw it i remember looking and then reading um the first few sentences and it just sort of I stopped breathing for a second yeah, definitely and and then I looked around me um so my the way that my office is set up I I can see pretty much like all of the like I can see the the printing area mm-hmm. I can see like some of the, like the other like cubicles and stuff and I can see you know I can see people like walking by and mm-hmm. I just was like did the world stop spinning like I just I was expecting like full-on rage freeze or rage or something Mm -hmm. and it is just like everything kept normal and just kept moving normally and i was like wait something is not right so i got up out of my chair so i finished reading it still processing really and then i walked next door and to my coworker, and i was like have you heard the news and she goes well what happened and then so i shared it with her and she's like wait really and and then, like, slowly the news started just, like, travel, permeating right. and, right, and traveling. And it was, like, one of those things. It was so weird. And I will say it's one of those times where I missed working in a nonprofit environment um, for working, you know, for um, against violence against women and girls and people in general. Because there is, like, such, like outward explicit rage that gets communicated across you know the mm-hmm. board yeah. um then you you take part with where you feel a certain like sense of solidarity that i don't have the privilege of experiencing it's anymore. a different different world yeah. where you are now you're more in the corporate right. world now and it's like there's yeah. so many things that you have to be kind of politically correct at all times yes mm. it's very it's very sterile in that sense yeah. and i remember i was like i need i need to get out of here mm-hmm. and thankfully you know i i waited i waited like an hour and a half or something and then i went for lunch and i went to the mall mm-hmm. and i was like i need a smoothie i need to walk around i need to grab food which i, I barely ate mm-hmm. oh my um, god i, I just yeah afterwards. right oh my god Ugh. i and didn't I, eat anything yes i, I it was, was horrible it was it was it was just a lot it's disgusting it's disgusting news yeah so the aftermath of it all i mean i know that there are some things that are being done Mm -hmm. like in the state of florida for example i know that um they were trying to do the pass the 15 week change the 23 week to a 15 week abortion ban and i know that um a few um planned parenthood amongst like other yeah uh clinics has um, been fighting since mm -hmm, the beginning like they've never 
like imagine a world without Planned Parenthood and it's crazy that there's so much hate against them and there's they're always trying to sterilize Planned Parenthood and get rid of it but imagine a world without it like the freedoms that we have I've gone to Planned Parenthood just to ask questions Mm -hmm. like when I was younger there was one by my high school Mm -hmm. and like the idea of me just like battling like my sexuality battling (laughs) figuring out what my sexuality is it did feel like a battle though at that age Mm -hmm. i was able to go there and ask questions and no one looked at me like weird you know what i mean so -hmm. planned parenthood has been like such a key player in in just keeping our rights where they should be but they don't they don't get the the attention and the monetary anything that they deserve right And, and the thing about it that's fascinating and i think not a lot of people know is that those um, those clinics are mm-hmm. typically not just there for that sole purpose mm-hmm. of like terminating a pregnancy, but they really are there as like a pillar for yeah. health and fertility yes, and so making a plan. Questions. Right. And asking questions and, you know, navigating things that you you know might otherwise have been very difficult to right. do, especially, you know, in a in a country where, you know, insurance is not guaranteed and oh, there's so many uninsured absolutely out there right and so it's 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 amazing that you know people tend to conflate situ like um a specific thing with like that's all this clinic does that's all this organizations Mm -hmm. do when that's not the case that's not the case at all one thing they don't like and they attack it right and 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 just to make one thing clear um we're not discussing whether or not like we're not discussing whether or not like uh someone should terminate a pregnancy or should not it's just a matter of my like the be the ability to make your right. choice mm-hmm. when it comes to your your own reproductive rights right. right and and just the being able to say this is what I need to do and having the access to do so safely right exactly and there are so many arguments um being brought up right in terms of you know that you know that termination whether it's something in a you know third trimester and things like that and there are a lot of things that people are not evaluating like if someone is going to if someone's going to carry a pregnancy through like three trimesters right chances are just like um i don't know if you've seen the secretary of transportation pete um pete Buttigieg had made this statement um because this republican was trying to i think it was on fox news was trying to really stump him right and he was like well what do you make of um um people who are pregnant and you know wanting to terminate a pregnancy you know other you know under third trimester and his response was you know if somebody's going to go through the painstaking process of carrying you know, for three, for, for eight months, mm-hmm. right? Seven months, eight months. So we're talking about like a late term pregnancy at this point. Chances are they've already made a plan to have that baby. Mm-hmm. They've, per- you know, possibly purchased a crib. They maybe planned their baby shower. They've already started like, you know, accumulating things, making, you know, um, setting up their home. They're nesting, mm-hmm. right? So for someone to make that very difficult decision, because you know, I think it's a matter of I think it's about six thousand cases in the U.S. of likely termed um, um, termination every, uh, a year. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I could be off by a few like hundreds, but it's about that number. Those situations are they they typically are extenuating circumstances, mm-hmm. and it is an atrocious moment in the life of that person who oh, yeah. is pregnant already like had planned to have their child. So it has to be there has to be the reason beyond what they're like what they're seeing. And right. how how dare you know what that is? And right. how dare you assume, assume that I'm doing so like happily with a smile on my face, right? right? And how dare you exclude other identities in that conversation right. so i just you know i went on a rant i'm sorry no, but, but it's the, just the rant is it's, necessary yeah i just i get very enraged when when i hear these counter art like these quote-unquote counter arguments yeah. or people offering alternatives to abortion to being adoption not understanding like adoptive voices and what people who actually have been adopted like have like have gone through keep going through the trauma that they have experienced like inevitable trauma by mm-hmm. the way and the fact that they're saying like please please don't use us as your pawn like please do not because it really isn't that way right, right? and just so i don't know i just no still processing right but i'm just mad <laughs> as you should be the I, the things that i think get me rattled with with all of this is the arguments of why shouldn't they keep it 
why why are you the person that's deciding it right Right. why are you why do you have the option of deciding what we're going to do with our bodies but then there's no law regarding males or those with the male reproductive systems right and it's right it's wild like and with all this discussion too i feel like they're completely missing the whole trans community like completely not realizing that trans persons have reproductive systems and reproductive organs that relate to carrying a child and all that so then now it's not just becoming unsafe for one group is becoming unsafe for multiple groups mm-hmm. and they're not realizing oh okay i'm terminating i'm terminating this pregnancy because i don't want it because i hump some guy from the club it could be whatever reason mm-hmm. because they're so unfamiliar with the reasons why someone would get an abortion right there um, we don't have to necessarily list them however people can die obviously we can die mm-hmm. imagine you get a pregnant an atopic pregnancy mm-hmm. and then if you continue with your pregnancy your whole like you could you could die right i imagine like imagine being raped imagine experiencing things that there's there's certain people that have these um cells that regardless if they have um regardless of when or how they have their child that child will come out with a deformality mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. so there's people that purposely like no i'm not going to keep this child because mm-hmm. i know these are the cells i've been tested for it whatever it is mm-hmm. and now where we are we're now deciding if that person has a choice mm-hmm. of what they can do it, right. it's like they only put in the category of well they can if, if they didn't they if they didn't want the child they shouldn't have sex mm-hmm. well okay then tell all the politicians where these fucking mystery babies the same bullshit have you heard the argument that um uh going back to um gun control and and laws to regulate um the like the like use of guns and stuff like that and have you heard like the the argument that oh laws don't prevent um guns from killing people or laws don't prevent people from um having guns and things like that right and but then they're in in that same in that very same breath people don't understand that laws banning abortion reversing 50 years of of something that even before it became like even before it, be, um, it became a supreme court ruling people who are who can get pregnant would still engage in like terminating the pregnancy and do so in very unsafe unsanitary yeah, situations and, yeah. and if you're saying to me that laws concerning sensible gun control is not going to prevent people from having guns then how do you assume laws on people's bodies and banning abortion is going to prevent people from getting them right all you're all you're doing is making it inaccessible for people to do it safely right and these comments that you're making, these points you're making are the points that are being brought up. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's like they're talking at each other. The people right. that are making these choices and these decisions. Mm-hmm. Having common sense comments like yours, right? And then them saying, Well, abortion ban. Like they it's right. like they have no no real rebuttal that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But ultimately it's it's so many other things. They're realizing millennials aren't having kids. That then affects, you know, the lower class who's going to work for them, right? Mm -hmm. And then they're realizing, was it 62% of abortions in the United States is from a white Mm -hmm. person? Mm -hmm. So, like, okay, fuck. But, I mean... I mean, they're already a majority of the United States. Like, yeah. how <laughs> you guys know how it's it, the, the way that I equate that. Well, I said this on my Snapchat the other day was like when we had a crack pan. Is it pandemic or is it epidemic when something like that happens? Is it pandemic? We had a crack pandemic. Is that what it is? It was a crack epidemic, epidemic. because it didn't it didn't go outside the 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 bounds of the United States. I so believe. epidemic. Mm-hmm. So we had a crack epidemic. And, um, you know, after the government planted crack in black communities and people were dying left and right for over ten years, it was not an issue, right? And now, right now, we have an opioid epidemic, and it's this big issue. Signs, radio, this on your on your Spotify, on your Apple, on all your stuff, everything about opioid this, opioid that, because they're realizing that this drug is killing more of the of the white population than any other population mm-hmm. so it's kind of like why you guys are coming up with things <laughs> that protects a particular race but doesn't protect human rights imagine that it's it's wild and you made a very good point just now talking about um the 62 that that statistic and that is that 
that's the fear Mm -hmm. that is set in to that is set in right now when it comes to white supremacy did you hear the comment uh, who said that there's not enough white babies to be adopted there was a senator oh i uh, was um um it was uh supreme it was associate justice amy, amy yeah amy amy who said that yeah yeah in in the um in the draft that was uh released uh that, that was leaked white babies that to was be adopted, yeah that was so. leaked into into the into How the weird. media so jane elliott um if you don't know her she is this diversity educator anti-racism activist she is absolutely phenomenal she did the uh blue eyes brown eyes exercise and that was on ellen actually and no, i don't watch ellen Oh no! I mean, I don't either. I watch the I watch the doc, I watch the exercise on YouTube, mm-hmm. and so just to give you like a quick background story mm-hmm. on that. So in the very beginning, um, the way that she set it up, and I don't have all of the details because I watched it a little while ago. Mm-hmm. She without any reasoning providing anything like they were you know how people line up before they go into the studio and all of that stuff before the recording the the, the live recording mm-hmm. the live taping of the show so the anybody who had blue eyes um were treated a certain way and anybody who had like brown eyes were like set aside so people with um people with I, I don't remember if it was the people with blue eyes or the people with brown eyes were given like snacks and like they were allowed to go in before at you know the second group and they were allowed to like sit in like you know be in the ac before everybody else oh, they like they literally like sat down and they ate and they enjoyed themselves and all of that stuff meanwhile the other group stayed in the line and they were like they were given like a ribbon to identify them specifically oh, they were not given any snacks they were not given any drinks or anything like that and so and then they you know ended up get being that the last like the de- the last people who actually got in the studio and sat down so of course like there's like the whole like division mm-hmm. so one group was very happy you know they were like having a good old time oh God, like you know chit chat and all that stuff and the other group was like pissed mm-hmm. and so you know you know they she comes on and then of course like they, they, they start asking questions like we don't understand why this treatment was a problem like we don't understand like what's going on like why did you treat us this way because we have this color eyes and not that color eyes like we're able to like acknowledge, like acknowledge that like this person is sitting over there just like having a drink and having a snack and we were given nothing we didn't we weren't even given water and we were we had to be like we were told to leave the line where we were our place and then to go in the back of the line like that's not fair and the other group the group that was the quote-unquote privilege group mm-hmm. um, um they got up and they're like i don't understand why you're so jealous and i don't understand like why you think like it's a oh. big deal like just because like you know i mean i'm sorry but like we like we have the superior eyes and we have the superior genes and oh, you know shit. instead of complaining like ne- like you know just like just like Do content to like, just content with what you have <laughs> and just be grateful for the fact that you are sitting here to begin with and it was like this soul exercise and you got to see the absolute like just evil <laughs> of one group um you know, feeling all of the advantage or even saying like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. Like so some some people were like straight up denying it. Like it wasn't like that. Some people were like, what the heck? And of course, the like the oppressed group with the different color eyes, like they were, you know, like yeah. what the heck is happening? Right. And it was really an exercise to talk about the issue of oppression and privilege. Mm-hmm. What's and her name? Her name is Jen Elliott. Jane she's an Elliott. yeah, she's an anti-racism activist. She is a white woman and she tells it like it is. So the reason why I brought this up, um, I gave you the quick background, it was a long conversation, but the reason why I brought her up is because a while back she talked about it. She talked about the fact that she feared that abortion was going to be something, the rights to abortion, the reproductive rights were going to be endangered because of that number that you just told me. Mm-hmm. That's sixty two percent. Um, that you just you just told me and the reason why is specifically because there is a minority there's a fear of becoming the minority Mm -hmm. and so how do you stop that right and she very clearly laid it out she said it like this is something that is going to happen because as long as supremacy reigns racism is still you know the way of the land they're going to want to hold on to the majority. And they've done so historically by absorbing 
other um, nations into that race too, right? I like like in and out, like going back to like the time of the you know sixteen hundred and on when you talked about like who like how the concept of whiteness was even created. At some point, um, Japanese folks were considered white. And then that got taken away. Mm-hmm. At some point, there were train stations that were like no dogs, no Italians. But then now, like they were like they got looped in. And recently, and most recently, you know, by like with the whole like race versus ethnicity, where you have oh my race is white, but my ethnicity is white, um, Hispanic or Latino. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there is this need to conserve the majority as much as possible, and the way that you're going to do that is by preventing people who don't want to carry a pregnancy to term who don't want to or who cannot for xyz reason cannot carry that or don't like choose like preventing that to happen safely and so i just it it, it's defeating it it's defeating i agree with you the whole thing was um very much something to think about it's, it it makes you think about what is it all affecting it says this is not just okay we're trying to ban abortions and when you look up the reasoning and the the comments that are coming out and the notes that are coming out and how things are being treated it's um it's very discouraging i have to say mm-hmm. um it's definitely a defeating feel you feel defeated afterwards just hearing about it and thinking about like like, do you, are you really being valued as a human being at all? What's your opinion on that? Am I being valued? To be honest, to be honest, I don't feel valued because even as a military, like a, as a veteran, when I got out of the military, I felt like I no longer I no longer had a purpose because like in the military you get you're supposedly getting treated as this amazing person this hero right and that is that's not always the case because I've been I've been a black person my entire life Mm -hmm. and I've been in the military I was in the military for 11 years and even while in the military I was still being regarded as a, a black person in the military I was never just a service person or never just like mm-hmm a soldier. So I feel like with this, with this thing, it brings the conversation of intersectionality. Is that what it's called? Intersectionality. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, and when we started talking about Roe versus Wade, you brought this up and I was like, yo, first of all, Tess is amazing. She is like a dictionary, you guys. Uh, <laughs> I have questions and she's like, girl, <laughs> let me tell you. And she just completely like, I, I really appreciate the conversations we have because it's, I have my opinion of certain things and I feel like uh, you have the facts because you've worked so well in these environments where you've had the opportunity to meet people and really dive deeper into like certain topics and you carry this information with you. I love picking your brain. It's fabulous. And that's also why I'm like, girl, let me let me research some of this stuff first before we talk, because <laughs> I mean, I mean, I have to research because if I don't research it, like, what am I going to say? But intersectionality is the acknowledgement that everyone has their own unique experiences of discrimination and oppression. And we must consider everything and anything that could be that can marginalize people, gender, race, class, sexual orientation, physical ability and so on. And I feel like with the Roe versus Wade, that's that's that should be. I feel like that's the first thing that came up in my mind. Like, look how everything is just being separated again. Not that we were fully together and everything was merged, but I feel like as time continues, we're just repeating this unfortunate cycle and history is repeating itself. So we're falling into the same thing, the same cycle. It's definitely our time to speak up and change it because ultimately the, the way that the government is run needs to be changed ultimately because everything is is run in the systematic systematic way and everything is is made within supremacy and everything is made for you to fail like this is a test that you take that you will always get an f like there's Mm. no ooh, there's no way that you're gonna pass this oh my goodness Mm -hmm. can you just say that one more time (laughs) (laughs) with the way everything is set if you really think about it when you're like we have to change this we have to change that when you go back to it what's what what are we changing everything is rooted into supremacy everything is rooted into well you're not going to get there because you're not at this standard or that standard but it's not anything that you can change so you're always going to fail that test you're never going to meet that standard wow (laughs) that's going to be on the sign when you enter united states from different borders that was that was such a 
powerful statement. I like that really got me. Like this is a test that you take where you're always going to get an F. Like imagine knowing that information in the back of your mind. But then the thing about it too is that you can't not take the test. Right. Like you have to. You have to. It's part of it's part of your and existence. So do you so but then you sometimes nurture that hope that oh maybe this time it will be a D minus. Maybe this time it will be like a you know, right. like a, Girl, like you dare a. to hope Stop and playing. you dare to dream. I mean I mean like if we dare daring to hope and daring to dream is like <laughs> absolutely like trying to go for an A. But like at this point, like I'll settle for a C plus. Like I just oh, want absolutely. a passing great. Absolutely. But you just said something so incredibly powerful, like knowing that I just really and and you we were talking about this when we were setting up this conversation and you had said um like how do we begin to dismantle one thing because and you and you referenced the uh the lgbtqia community mm-hmm. um the fights mm-hmm. for lgbtqia plus rights and the fight for racial equality and how um black folk were how come one issue is being advanced at such like rapacious pace right um versus the other one just kind of like that has been existing i mean things have always coexisted right which is why like intersectionality is a thing kimberly crenshaw know what she was talking about Mm -hmm. when she coined that but it's amazing to me when you said that it's like well how do you tackle one thing versus another and i and i remember like that that response that we had was the thing about it is like ending one form of oppression is ending all forms oh. of oppression mm-hmm. because one thing like if you're addressing one thing without addressing the other you're always going to leave people behind exactly right exactly. and and i just and 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 you brought that up in in the even in the conversation talking about Roe v. Wade, I I didn't realize why um, on the 4th of July, I kept seeing that post like, oh, America doesn't deserve a birthday this year. Mm-hmm. And a lot of um, white women were re- reposting that, um, you know, especially after the news, because it happened. Right. It happened like before um, the 4th of, before uh, the 4th of July. And it was like this whole reposting like, oh, I don't think America deserves a, bir- a birthday this year. And it's like, has there been a point where America deserves <laughs> a birthday? You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> you said, did, did you ever deserve that piece of cake? Did you ever deserve nah. a birthday? Like, I, I didn't know why it's like, I, it's sad uneasily like on my shoulders mm. i couldn't you know how sometimes you know something makes you itch but you don't know where it's coming from yes. and i was like i felt that like right. i felt uneasy about it like i was like but but i also understand where they were coming from like because all of the this it was it's an absolute shit show right yeah. like one after another in rapid succession but why is it still like uneasy and 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 there is such an erasure that happens by saying that yes and that's what it was. Mm-hmm. That's what was really gnawing at me. Yeah, like, I agree. You are talking about the issues of like trans rights. You're talking about the issue of like racial equality. You're talking about you know um, anti Asian like propaganda yes. and 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 Asian hate. Yes. You're talking about all of these systems that are like existing simultaneously, simultaneously currently and have existed for a long time in some cases and a lot of those cases but then now america doesn't deserve a birthday like there <laughs> is such an erasure that right. happens and you wanted to speak more on how even in the conversation of roe v wade there is such an exclusion of groups of people who don't either don't subscribe to the gender binary or people who are trans folk or people who have the reproductive organs but present as As as, right or or masculine Mm -hmm. or are male Mm -hmm. or are men and can you talk a little bit about that and how that makes you feel oh man i was so pissed i i feel like since the beginning of um this whole conversation from us finding out until now and i'm trying to really get a grasp of what it all means but every piece really angers me and a big topic of it a big portion of it is the the exclusion of trans people 
why is it that when we discuss things, it's always male and female? When we go, when we go um, discuss these laws and how we can change these laws, people going to the Senate, to, to Congress, to these boards, and, and explaining why abortion, um, the abortion ban is unconstitutional ultimately Mm -hmm. but it's not just against women it's against all persons because imagine a trans man who was once a woman and now has you know what's whatever the politically correct word is for assigned female at birth exactly afab Mm -hmm. and then now they still have those organs but they don't present as such they're being excluded from a a major a major Mm -hmm. it makes me sad it really makes me sad because it's it's we're 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 reliving certain things where they were being excluded before and not being seen as people. Mm-hmm. In order for you to have, in order for you to pursue your happiness in this this land of milk and honey, you need to at least have the basic rights to pursue your happiness. Right? That's right. that's that's part of the constitution. So at what point do we start discussing everything that this encompasses and start, you know, not only discussing the abortion rights, but then discussing everything that follows that includes the abortion right? Like, no one's talking about the details and, and you know, that follow. It's like, okay, the abortion right, it's kind of like the picture that you're seeing at the front. Mm-hmm. And then once you go past the picture, you see everything else and everything that's in the works that they're working on. Oh, my God. And yeah. Do you know the- about in, in his um in his opinion? Um, approving the um, the Jackson ruling, which is the overturning of the Roe v. Wade, um, relinquishing the rights of um, setting up abortion and reproductive um, laws to the states. Uh, Clar- uh, Justice uh, Associate Justice Clarence, Clarence. Th- um, Thomas mm-hmm. actually brought like brought on those other things that you're talking of about, course, right? except for. loving the um um, virginia loving Mm. um versus virginia so there is conversation right now that is actually happening um regarding obergefell which is the one that um allowed the uh uh, same uh legalization of same-sex marriage there is another one that they were bringing up which is about um contraception Mm -hmm. um specifically you know which one is not brought up which one the one that's not brought up is about um, interracial marriages. Yeah, loving, loving versus Virginia. That's the so, ruling about interracial marriage because he's married to a white woman. Exactly. Who, by the way, is, is in a lot of tr- like trouble. Uh, she's in a lot of hot water. Right now. Yes, mm-hmm. she's the one. She's the one. I feel like if again the picture versus what's behind the picture she is the one that is a puppet master in in that scenario in my opinion Mm -hmm. it's kind of like he's the face and he's supposed to comfort people of color because there's a person of color that's sitting on the supreme court right and then there's her actually having these conversations because some of the things that he brought brings up why why do you care about those things and why aren't we working on other things like increasing minimum wage like you know making cost of living more affordable like making sure that every person has enough food you know to survive making sure people have clean water making sure these states have the correct piping making sure that the ozone layer does not get split the fuck open and we you know what i mean fall out the fucking atmosphere like why aren't we making those decisions versus circling back to things that we discussed from way back when regarding marriage and freedom of marriage and making your own decisions about your body why are we why are we going backwards <sighs> um just to, to provide a little bit of information to our listeners um on the topic of the other uh rights being endangered mm-hmm. um so in it when the supreme court passed the uh um the the ruling then the the other justices have the ability so you have like the person who essentially like writes it um and then you have people dissenting or um um how do you call it support it right who are in support of it they write their concurring opinion and so um even though um justice alito specifically said um that it should be understood like it that other rights are not being infringed upon at this time in his concurring opinion justice thomas was like well you know 
we really need to, you know, like review and 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 reconsider um, some of those reasonings, like Griswold versus Connecticut, which is a 1965 decision that decided married couples had a right to contraception. Um, Lawrence versus Texas, a 2003 case invalidating um, sodomy laws and making same-sex sexual activity legal across the country, and Obergefell versus Hodges, um, the 2015 case establishing the right um, of gay couples to marry. So he is calling for like a reconsideration, and now of course you have senators just sort of like yeah we really should you know really really should put this I into really suck my dick <laughs> <laughs> because honestly i just feel like they're worried about the wrong things um you guys are worried about things that are not going to make the world any better i feel like all of this is just a smoke screen i feel like 100 percent. I, I agree with you on that 100 percent. it's kind of like they want you to focus on things that honestly there's just there's things that are just so much more important there's so many there's so many things that's so much more important than you worrying about who that person's gonna marry and who they're going to have sex with and if they're gonna keep or not keep the baby like like who gives a fuck like why are we talking about things that are going to really affect our existence our absolute existence our survival um the cost of living which is becoming like it's just impossible the inflation rate i think is at what nine percent now i had to read up on inflation because i was kind of baffled at the idea of what causes inflation for there to be a circulation of too much money in an area to then cause inflation it's 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 laughable because we were uh, given the stimulus checks to stimulate the economy, right? And then people were quitting their jobs and they're thinking that we received too much money to where <laughs> now inflation is necessary. Meanwhile, there people are there's more homeless people now than I've seen in a very long time. People are unable to receive food benefits. People are unable to get benefits um, regarding their insurance health benefits people are unable to receive housing benefits and then <laughs> it's laughable to me it's laughable and the fact that the cost of living is so outrageously high but like for example the one of the one of these nearby cities in south florida so in some cities city municipalities you're guaranteed a five percent increase every year right some cities mm -hmm. so are you talking about um living uh wages wages okay so you even though that's not like a great like a great thing it's still something that you expect right. that like working for the government now is definitely different it used to be very appealing back in the day the day now it's not really as appealing mm -hmm. um it's become very political however now since 2020 these municipalities have not have not experienced any type of financial increase at all in their wages in the last two years the only groups of people that have experienced an increase in their wages have been the police officers and the firefighters because of their union so imagine that is something that's very common where people are still working for the same amount they're working pre-pandemic and now 2022 the cost of living is absolutely outrageous unless you have some type of under the table deal with your landlord or something the cost of living is very tough and it's pushing us into places where there's like my professor right now he is a married man with two kids and he just said that he is considering moving back in with his parents my college professor <laughs> Married two incomes with two small children have not had is openly talking about moving back in with his parents. Mm -hmm. And it's not like it's not inconceivable. Everybody because everybody goes through things in life that, you know, you might have to mm -hmm. go back or whatever. But for millennials specifically, we're the most educated mm -hmm. and <laughs> the most underpaid mm -hmm. of all these generations. Mm -hmm. And they're wondering why millennials wanna have, don't want to have children. Mm -hmm. Oh, and by the way, you're you know you're forced to carry a pregnancy to term yeah. and now have an extra amount to feed, and you can't but afford also the you insurance don't get, right. or the food, right? Do you know, bro, <laughs> bacon, bacon, bacon is so expensive. I haven't eaten bacon 
in like months. Bacon is outrageous right now. I don't even look at it to be honest. Bacon with is twelve eighty five for the regular. Stop it. Not even the. Are thick you serious? Cut, not even the hickory smoked. <laughs> not even the peppered rim. The regular degla yellow and red package <laughs> that's normally left on the shelf because we want the thick cut is twelve eighty five. My son was clowning me the other day. He's like, "Mom, it's not that." No, you're not paying for groceries. <laughs> I'm paying for groceries because according to the government, I don't even qualify for food stamps. Did Bruh. you see the TikTok when the mom was just sitting on the on the ground and then like kind of like had her her facing her hand and then her daughter was behind her on the bed and she's like, Mom, what's wrong? And she's like, Nothing, honey. I'm just sad. It's like, is it because you're poor? <laughs> yes. Is because it I'm because, poor. Is it because you're poor? <laughs> And you're like, yes, yes, yes that, that, that that's is. exactly yes. why I'm going through depression you're putting my right business, now. Yes, you're putting my business out there. We're like, let's let's talk about it. Yes, yes we are poor, Bruh. <laughs> the, the fact that minimum wage has not changed since 2009. We, ten, it's right now in Florida, minimum wage is ten dollars, and it's been ten dollars since 2009. Mm, no no oh fact check me yeah no <laughs> is no, it no, weird no. that i love being fact checked i love when someone's like no that's incorrect oh my god it's not no i i the only reason why i know this is because i was in people operations for oh, a hot minute and so i would have to post the uh, labor laws and all of that stuff for the state of florida yes. you know you have like these mandatory posters that you have yes. to have and so the it has like incrementally increased yes. um to the point where it is at ten dollars right now mm-hmm. but for a while you're absolutely correct it was a about like what 781 for a hot yeah, minute it and it stayed that way for 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 a little while mm-hmm. and i know that during the legislative session so we have like a state legislature with like state senators and house um, and right. representatives and all that stuff they had a conversation where they really they wanted to they want to bring the minimum wage to that 15 dollars that everybody's talking about mm-hmm. but it's becoming it's becoming relevant at this point right. like you're talking it would have to be given in arrears in order for people to even breathe right now. Like you're talking about Mm. something that people who are making $20 an hour are not able to survive. And you're now, you're still having a conversation about increasing. Oh, and by the way, we're going to increase it over a period of of five years. years. Yes. Yeah. What are you talking about? You need to do 15 now and then increase it more. Mm -hmm. The thing that's so funny is, so when I worked for, when I worked for the city, uh, I was making 20, when I left, I was, uh, when I left, I was making $23 an hour and I was in a two income household and we were still, we weren't struggling per se, but like it was definitely necessary to have that second income. And I was also in the military. Girl, I've had many jobs. Anywho, <laughs> like the, the idea of, of where the minimum wage is now and where it should be and where cost of living is now and where it should be and how long ago it was that I left, left um, the city it blows my mind that we're not even we're not even there yet like how like why are we being forced to kind of live in a community like live communal style like we have to live with like three people in order to just have cereal and milk in the house why are we in this place where i mean the united states is a superpower mm-hmm. we have enough resources for everybody to have food everybody to have water everybody to have power everybody to have all of these things and live comfortably and people will, I bet you, people will gladly go to work at Burger King if they know that their bills are paid. They will gladly work and come to work in in, in, um, in a healthy fashion if they know that there's less stress on their shoulders of how they're going to make things make sense for their families. Yeah. It's it's depressing. It's it's so bad. So Florida minimum wage in twenty in two thousand seven was six dollars and sixty seven cents, and then that went up a few cents, a few cents, a few cents. In two thousand nine, it was at seven twenty one. So it was like literally at the seven and then a few cents here or there, and it jumped um, from twenty twenty one to twenty twenty two, where it went from like eight something to ten dollars, where it's at right now. And they do have a plan by twenty twenty six. By the way, at things we talked about. it was something that we had to vote for we voted for it in 2020 yeah i I believe so i believe so yeah Yeah. i was like i mean (laughs) when i when i when i voted for i was like this is the most this is so sad because we have we have someone that can make an executive order today (laughs) that could change that and the in in the way that we live it's kind of like i it's depressing yeah it's ghetto it's it's um 
I don't know. I, ha- I don't even know how to feel. Like, it's just like I said, like, I have like all these things like, just percolating all the time. And it's like, oh, I want to I want to have Starbucks. <laughs> and then you go and you have, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're like well, things are bad. So I'm just going to go and have myself a coffee. And because people are saying that the reason why I can't afford a, a home is because I'm drinking too many Starbucks anyway. Right. Not because of the stifling um, and cost of living right. and rental, by the way, who's increased at 25% with no proper regulation, by the way, it's a free market yeah. um, in many states. And um, so, yeah, landlords can essentially raise rent, the rent to whatever the oh heck they God. want. And rent you right can either choose to pay it or be homeless. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Raping us out here. Excuse my language. You guys, the kid is, let me just make a quick thing. Kind of, It's not necessarily off topic, but it is censorship. Mm. Can we talk about, oh, I like your, uh, I like your screen cover there, uh, Tess. Oh well, thank you, thank you. Have you, like, have you seen it? It's the, is a melanie movement, um, logo. logo. Oh, that's gorgeous. Like that's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's I, abs- thought, I thought you might find it really pretty. That's beautiful. I really <laughs> like that. <laughs> um, censorship. So with our last episode, the amount of censorship that I received on um, certain social platforms was outrageous the Mm. amount of times i tried to post uh, the amount of times um even putting the name of the of the episode i was getting a lot of nothing was posting and to be honest i'm that person who's like you know what it's probably user error why am i not able to you know do this it's me it's obviously me uh i definitely restarted the phone restarted my computer updated uninstalled and reinstalled but the censorship for the things that we say that's why like when i said what i just said just now about the way that the economy is treating us i was like oh dang let me be careful what i say because i don't want to say anything and the next thing you know we're like shadow banned off of certain websites and i do feel like the shadow ban thing is is really a thing like from our last episode we we have received so from a normal post that we'll, we'll post like a reel on our instagram we'll get over a thousand views right we might get six likes even don't like stuff however mm-hmm. it'll be viewed a thousand times our most recent post only received a hundred some po- um some views and it's tagged and everything the same way we would tag any other episode but because it's regarding or it's discussing um you know the way that we're handling gun violence in america we were censored so like censored so much so even with this episode i i'm excited about us talking about roe v wade and i'm excited about us talking about the wages i'm excited that I, i'm um i i like talking about these things because they're of course important and they're current we're talking about supremacy unfortunately with censorship i'm i'm a little afraid of where our words will actually reach will it reach all of the ears that we want it to reach mm-hmm. and the more that we talk about real things the more the more we talk about current things the less visibility that we have and that's why it's so important again for us to be able to really what's that called not announce but really project millennial voices because it's like as soon as we start to say something we we disappear we mm-hmm. become erased next thing you know like you won't be able to find us on on google or this or that i sure hope not i hope not either however the way that the social platforms took our last episode it's something to really think about when we do talk about current events it puts us in a place where we we are being censored and should we create like these code words and code sentences and then just speaking codes you know how like some people will post things on i can't believe i'm bringing tiktok up again um but <laughs> you know how some people TikTok will post world. things on 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 tiktok or instagram reels and they'll because of censorship they'll use like mm-hmm. they'll use code words like um uh strippers will use like the word like the term accountant for example spicy right? accountants yeah, spicy accountants and and so i I almost wonder if that there should be like that thing that we consider doing because I, I these conversations are important. I'm so I, I feel like we have this responsibility to be a little bit more oh, fun yeah. and upbeat and like ha ah, like and like very laughing like but it's just it's a very heavy time mm-hmm. and I think that part of us having these um having this platform is to be real Mm -hmm. and i don't think and and, in trying to navigate like how we would you know tackle this we really were trying to be like oh yeah but we want to be a little bit more upbeat we want to be a little bit more positive and just like sprinkle you know sunshine over stuff rainbow on it yeah yeah just put like a little you know a little rainbow ribbon but it's not sparkly yeah it's depressing as fuck it is and how do you not present that reality you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it's just 
it's murky, but censorship is a real thing and it's happened. And you, you've told, when you told me about it, cause you are our media guru, I was like, I, I don't quite understand what's happening. And I wish there was something I could do to like help. Yeah. I was like, maybe I can. And I was doing yeah. different tests. Cause I, I am someone that tests things. I come up with a hypothesis and all that. And I'm like, girl, let me, t- let me try it. See if it works. And it just wasn't working no matter how hard I tried. And I had to also explain to our last guest that, you know what, if we're not getting as much response as we normally do, it's not useless. <laughs> <laughs> it's the censorship. So it's been really tough. Yeah. So I don't want to leave on this like super dreary, depressing note. So what do you have planned for the summer? Girl. (laughs) Or something fun or, you know, something that you wanted to share that's like a positive thing. Can you go first? (laughs) You want me to go first? Yeah. Man, I wasn't expecting that. (laughs) I was going to ask you first. That's what a conversation is. I'm supposed to ask you while I formulate my thoughts. I have to think about it because I'm... I mean... I man, I don't know. I I really really want to lay by the water just like one day, one weekend and just sleep. And oh, sleeping on the read. beach is top notch. Yeah, it's it's a great feeling, isn't it? it? Is. But like in a shaded area though, yeah. or like having like a nice thick umbrella so oh, that yeah. the sun doesn't scorch my skin. Oh my god, yeah. And then just have like all of like my whole setup you know and then eat good eat some good snacks food is important Uh drink good drinks and stay hydrated my favorite part of every travel is the food i want to go on a travel i want to travel me and my best friend talk about this all the time Mm -hmm. let's go wherever we're gonna go but let's plan the food like where are we going to eat like what is that what yeah what is the gastronomy situation right i agree with you i think that's why chicago honestly is absolutely in my favorite city mm-hmm. in the world. I love <laughs> Chicago. It's the best. It's just is. I mean, mine is a crime, but it's great. <laughs> the food, the food, superb. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. And we we do but. we do promote like taking time for your health, your mental health, and stuff. And I'm glad you mentioned laying on the beach because, um. Our listeners have to definitely get a moment to just take a breath. And if you can get out to the beach, a body of water, put your feet in a tub or something like that, you should close your eyes, take a breath, release the bullshit because our life is surrounded in it. And sometimes it's hard to, you know, catch your breath. Um, But I definitely encourage everyone, like our intro says, take a second to catch your breath. Take it in real deep. Exhale, exhale all the bullshit and, you know, try to be the best version of yourself and show up each day and be present. Yeah. Listen to the Beyonce. Release your body. Release your mind. Release your job. Release your time. You know, Girl, don't let this United States get you down. Break your soul. You won't break my soul. Yes. You won't break. Yeah. You know, I can never be a Beyonce. I'm definitely a Michelle. Um, I trip over my own feet. <laughs> like you know, like when you when you would play with your friends, I'll be Beyonce. You no girl. I always wanted to be Kelly because I always Kelly was always my favorite. Mm-hmm. Beyonce is a queen. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Beehive. Beyonce is a queen. She's iconic, always and forever. However, for myself, mm-hmm. um, when I think of my talents, I am definitely a Michelle. I will fall down the steps no matter how many times I practice. My ankles will wrap around each other. You I will become. Look, you, but you still look fabulous, girl. I will land. I will do a split and stand back up and continue with. The shimmy. This was part of the plan, right? Yeah, yeah. this was the, all part the entire of it. time. The entire mm-hmm. time. <laughs> yeah. When you ask what I'm going to do, um, to be honest, life is really hard. Uh, life is hard. Adulting is hard. Parenting is hard. School is expensive. Um, I'm trying to exist in a world that has. Um, again, I'm taking a test that I will be guaranteed an F. So it's been really tough trying to navigate life. I'm not going to even lie. However, I have taken the time to like take a breath uh, because I've, I've needed it. I've taken a breath. I've started meditating again because if I didn't, I would be fucking losing my shit. Um, mm-hmm. But what am I doing this summer? I am uh, existing. I am making sure my mental health is where it should be. I am providing a space for my son that he feels safe to be himself. I am providing a space for myself where I feel safe enough to scream. 
um that that is what i'm doing this summer <laughs> i i think that's a great plan i like it oh, i i support it sometimes existing is is the best thing that you can do for yourself Agreed. just existing and yeah. that's and that's enough i mean so far i mean hasn't failed you yeah. uh, shit girl <laughs> i don't know about that but yeah. i'm here I, i'm reminded in this moment of, of resilience quite a bit oh yeah for sure you resiliency know, is we, important we we are a resilient bunch and we have gone through you know hell and back and and back again, and back again. <laughs> um and then you know like you know like the step two revolution mm. step three step four mm. it's just like you just the sequels keep coming oh my god um, i'm in between step one and step two girl mm-hmm. i keep going back and forth like i'm double dutching yeah right <laughs> yeah it's it's a it's it's something but I, i'm reminded of resilience and in in this moment and the courage to continue to just be who we are and yeah. and brave this 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 very stormy passage mm-hmm. that that we're going through um history tend have uh, um has a tendency to uh, to repeat itself yeah. and so i know that in the same way that we had a lot of these things um we also will have you know brighter days it's right. just sometimes it feels really far away it seems real gloomy yeah. these days but i mean i mean all we can do is just strive to do better and i feel yeah. like in in the space that we we're in we have the opportunity of creating a better life mm-hmm. for ourselves and the ones that come after mm-hmm. us so just finding a way to make that a reality mm-hmm. yeah we'll yeah. get there but we'll get there again i'm very much uh grateful to be in your presence uh yeah, as always. <laughs> i appreciate the fact ch- i don't know why i like it so much you fact checking me girl i love it i'm sorry <laughs> no really because it's kind of like it, ke- it keeps I'm it keeps sorry. me from uh, no i don't think that's worth an uh I do not accept your apology. Oh, I do not receive that. I do not receive it because it's important for you to know when you are spitting facts and when you're not. It's important for you to know that what you are saying to the person is what it is and when it's not. And that's these are type of people I like to keep around my around me. Mm -hmm. Tell me when I'm wrong. Tell Mm -hmm. me, like, girl, that is not right. Oh, so what is it, Mm -hmm. girl? Let's look it up together. I Mm -hmm. I like, but I I love that type of education. That but we do that that all the time, though. It's important for me. We fact check each other you that's know, my love it, language yeah I, I i just i love education i love mm-hmm. i love being able to support someone else mm-hmm. and then not feel like i'm being attacked or not feel like i'm dumb or mm-hmm. like if it's wrong it's wrong mm-hmm. and then someone be like okay this is what it is like, that's great my favorite thing is is being a sponge yeah, um yeah. i love going down rabbit holes and oh I, I will really spiral like I, I will have like these hyper fixations into different topics <laughs> and and learn all that there is to learn about it and then i will randomly remember facts and but sometimes now i feel safe with you i've always said that so having conversations with you is like oh this thing i recall this information mm-hmm. sometimes i doubt myself so i look it up but other than that like i feel like oh this thing just you know right. this is the information in the back of my brain that came up um i remember jane elliott's name like out of the blue and like i had seen it but that is someone i haven't even like considered in a minute but then as we were talking about this thing it came up and i was like oh sh- shoot like this is this is this is Jane Elliot. and i was right i love and, that and i look it up too I'm like whenever we talk about certain things mm-hmm. i'm like let me just you know i'm queen for that i will yeah. look it up to make sure i'm saying the yeah. right thing watch the blue eyes brown eye experience yeah. by Jane Elliot on youtube like you up, will right? not you will not regret it um so like, i think it will be it'll be a really it's a great eye opener it was it was it was fascinating when i watched it but I love having these conversations with you because I feel safe to be able to say what I have in my brain and mm-hmm. you get my weird brain and you're like, oh, this is good. It and then I absorb from you and you'll learn from me and I'm learning from you. And we're having safe conversations. This is great. I it's just great. just wanted to say that I always love being in your presence. Same. And I, I want to encourage our listeners to really take breaths and to be OK with just existing right now. Um, it's OK. Ditto. Yeah. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> we're gonna get through this girl. Yeah, we're gonna have to. We got no choice. Yeah. So I mean, thank you again for allowing uh another episode to, to happen. So I want I wanna tell you guys, once we start um once you guys start seeing the changes that we have, we're gonna we, you're gonna be able to see how much we've progressed from our first episode to our uh most recent. So mm-hmm. we look forward to sharing that with you. So yeah. once again, it's been the Melody Movement with Tess and Anne. And we'll see you again soon. Until next time. Bye. 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 <laughs>